Hi, I'm Angie, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faith Lift Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together, and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. All right, good morning. How good are morning. you? Good morning, Suzanne. Or good afternoon, depending good on afternoon. when you get a hold of <laughs> Or good evening, <laughs> yes. or whatever, but we're sitting here in the morning, so... Um, we're on day three of our Jesse Tree uh, walk, maybe. Mm-hmm. Is it a walk mm-hmm. through the Jesse yeah. Tree? Climb up climb the Jesse Tree. Climb through the Jesse Tree. Um, we're on day three, so today would be December 3rd. Um, and the scripture today is called God is Looking for You. It's Genesis 3.8, and it says, They hid from the Lord God among the trees. And the visual that goes along with that would be um, a fruit tree probably an apple tree um, that is entwined with a snake. There's a snake hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So today we're going to dig a little bit deeper into the scripture, um, just a, a little bit to surround that because they hid from the Lord God among the trees is pretty. If you don't have the context, it yeah, doesn't make it any difference. Yeah. yeah. So does somebody want to read Genesis 3, 6 through 10 for us? I'll read Genesis 3, 6 through 10 out of the NIV. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord called out to the man, where are you? And he answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. Oh, sad, so sad. It really is, because up until this point, they looked forward, I'm sure, to walking with God in the cool of the day and talking with him. Um, And they'd never known fear before. They had nothing to be afraid of. So and they weren't ashamed of their bodies. There no. was no awareness that oh maybe something's not quite right here, mm-hmm. you know. Hmm. Rosemary's thinking. I can mm-hmm. see the, yeah, the I can see the wheels turning. Yeah. Yep. And it's very scary. We were talking about <laughs> how my my brain like you know runs a mile, 300 miles a minute and just every 5 to 7 times. You you want to listen. <laughs> Maybe not every time. Yeah, good, good ideas and yeah. good thoughts. Well, the part that sticks out to me with this too is when, but the Lord called to the man, where are you? Yeah. In, even in the midst of their sin. Uh, by the way, God knew exactly where they were. Of course. That wasn't yeah. an issue for God. But even in the midst of our sin, God will call us out. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he'll expose it. And he'll try to help it be, um, expose it to him. You know, mm-hmm. um, he may not expose it to the whole world, but it's he'll expose it between you and him. Right. So you have a chance to heal. What God did after this is he did what was healing at that moment, which was so cool. And I thought about this in... The, in um, once Adam and Eve had done this, if they had eaten from the tree of life, mm-hmm. it would have been a permanent state of that. Yes. So God took them away from anything that could have been in temptation and moved them out of the garden by his grace and mercy. Mm-hmm. And um, as a result of their sin, but that's what he chose, how he chose to help them. And then he put the flaming swords and the um, cherubim and stuff Mm -hmm. to protect that tree of knowledge, or I'm sorry, the tree of life. life. Mm -hmm. 
so that um, there would be a time when they could be reconciled. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I, that's what I like too. God's willing to be there for him. Like you said, he knew where they were, but he was opening a dialogue. He was opening himself up for Adam to be able to come on, come back Mm -hmm. to this relationship. We need to talk about this, what's going on. Um, Like any good parent would. Yeah, he wasn't like pointing a finger and saying, I see you behind that Mm -hmm. um, fig tree. Now get out here. You're in trouble. Mm -hmm. No, it's like, where are you? What's going yeah, on? What's going on? Yeah. And and just for context, if you're not familiar with this passage or you're not familiar with this, you can read Genesis two four through three twenty four, and this will give um, a, a more complete picture. Mm-hmm. But God had created man. God had created the world, everything in it. Put them in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve were the man and the woman that he, that he created. He puts them in the Garden of Eden, which is. Um, beautiful and um, has everything that they could ever need. But he says, this is yours. You are, you hold dominion over this. This is your place. Um, But do not eat from this specific tree. And then Satan was in the form of a serpent and he kind of slithered up and was like, hey, he doesn't really mean that. Like he's holding out on you. He says he wants what's best for you. But if he did, then he wouldn't be withholding from yeah. you. Why would he hold this back? Yeah. And so that's yeah. the big lie. And the mm-hmm. big, big, and that's the first big lie. Mm-hmm. Um, the where are you is the first question mm-hmm. in the whole entire Bible. Mm-hmm. And that's when God starts his search for us. He's pursuing mm-hmm. us from the mm-hmm. very beginning. Um, but that's also the first lie mm-hmm. and the first sin and the first mm-hmm. deceit. And that's when it all goes downhill, folks. <laughs> you know, up until then, they had been connected, so you didn't need to say, where are you? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they were free, and they were open, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they were they were out there, and they were in relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And um, as you were saying, even in the middle of this, God still, you know, he, God still seeks them out. He goes further. He, he makes um, coverings for them. And out of animals' skin, right? Mm-hmm. Which they had, they didn't eat animals before this. They ate only grain and uh, fruit. And so God, there's a first sacrifice that was made, the first blood sacrifice. To cover, to cover sin. their sin, yeah. which God provided for them. It in was interesting the to me mm-hmm. that first they made coverings with leaves for themselves. So they tried mm-hmm. to cover up their own sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh, certainly didn't work because they were still ashamed and they were still hiding. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the God provides a real remedy, a real covering by shedding the blood of the animals. And God himself makes those coverings. Mm-hmm. Make, he's the one who sacrifices the animals to cover them. And he also provides the complete covering. With which Jesus. Is Jesus. Yeah. yeah. The one for all, once for all. Once for all. Yeah, so as we're going through, mm-hmm. this is just one of the first um, times that Really, we're going to see how God meets us um, in our sin, provides a way out for us, and provides salvation. And um, so this is just one of the, the first ones that we're going to look at. It's going to be carried out through the old and new. The, the thing that, that always comes to my mind during Christmas is that God searched us out when we were enemies to Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I, th- I think like... 
we didn't have to figure out a way to get to him because he came right to us mm-hmm. almost immediately. Right here. Where are you? He's yeah. looking for He's us. Looking right. for I, us. He knows yeah. just right away. Mm-hmm. In our sin. Mm-hmm. He's not expecting us to clean ourselves up or do anything to meet him. He's out there looking for us mm-hmm. just where we are. Mm-hmm. And he takes us just as we are. And then Jesus changes mm-hmm. everything. So we want to encourage you during this Christmas season that in the chaos of everything, or if you're feeling like, oh, I'm not good enough, I can't pull this off, this isn't good, you don't have to be perfect. Get off mm-hmm. Pinterest. Yeah, first <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> Get off Pinterest and look at Jesus. Yes. Oh, I was going to say, go to Amazon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just buy it. Don't try to make it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's my line. Those are our tips. Those are our tips from the sisters. No. <laughs> yeah, we might have Christmas tips as we go through this or whatever. Wait, I'm sorry. The tip is Jesus. Just keep Remember when I That's said right. like right. five to seven, every once in a while it gets good. <laughs> so Amazon was four. <laughs> really, though, it does. It turns back to, um, you know, Jesus is there from the very beginning. We've talked about how he was with God when we were created. Mm-hmm. Um, he's with God now. Mm-hmm. And um, this is just a foreshadow of the ultimate sacrifice that he will make for mm-hmm. us. So just remember that when it's chaos and we're ashamed because we aren't behaving the way that we're supposed to, um, that God just is always covering and providing Mm -hmm. and looking for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just want to throw in one quick thing too. Mm -hmm. Eve's heart wasn't towards God. That was the issue. That was Mm -hmm. one of the issues. And so if we turn our hearts towards God, we can be a total mess. And he's right there with us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's already there, quite frankly. He's with us in our messes. That's right. Yeah. All right. Y'all have a good day.